welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome, everybody. Get paid for your pad, episode 253. Coming to you from Stockholm, beautiful Stockholm in Sweden. And today I have a very special guest. I think I say that every week, although he's still very special. <laughs> Nolan... This time I mean it. <laughs> this time I mean it. Other times I didn't mean it. Nolan Mondrao, CEO of Remote Lock. Nolan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jasper. It's great to be talking to you today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm really excited about this episode because, you know, I actually tried to get a smart lock for my Airbnb in Amsterdam a long time ago. And then I found out that it didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't able to put it on my door. Uh, And so that was kind of disappointing. And then I sort of forgot about the whole smart lock idea. Never really talked about it much. Never really wrote about it much, but that's going to change now because we have you on the show and you're obviously you're the expert when it comes to smart locks. Yeah. I hope you, I hope we change your mind. Um, I think I you think you'll change your own mind actually just in view of what's happening right now in the business but I'd love to dive in and talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. So we'll get we'll get into uh what what exactly remote lock does. Um but let's let's start with the topic of smart locks in general. Like why why is it important to have a smart lock? Well, I think and I'm probably guessing I'm preaching to the choir for a lot of your listeners here, but the the smart lock installation on a unit for an Airbnb host is is a real godsend. I mean, this is a trend that's been happening really over the last decade. It's not necessarily a new concept, uh, but we do see a huge increase in people who are converting to smart locks. And the main reason, obviously, if you would think way back in the history of people renting on Airbnb or other listing sites, they had a very serious problem of trying to get their guests in. The old standby of putting a lockbox on the door was used for a while, but here is what I think most people have experienced. Number one, uh, the lockbox keys often don't get put back in the box, and that disrupts the entire process. Uh, if you recall, even before people started to be using lockbox frequently, they were doing things as silly as FedExing keys to people uh, who are going to be staying at their at their property. So that's obviously um, not going to work in today's environment. But when they graduated the lockboxes, replacing keys was a problem. Um, not being able to get the lockbox open was a problem, but also having any per- any person that accessed the unit with that key in the lockbox essentially be able to get into the unit because it's it's just a key that anybody could go copy. Those are the big issues that I think drew people to start looking at smart locks. That's the background. I've definitely used these very sophisticated strategy of putting the key under the doormat in my Airbnb uh, journey. How do you feel how do you feel about that? Is that is that a very good strategy? 
Oh, it's an awesome strategy because, in fact, I, I've stayed at a lot of places for free because of that. Uh, that's a joke, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, clearly, if you do that and, you know, it's going to be there for 10 minutes and you know a friend of yours is coming to feed the dog, I, I, you know, that might be okay. But there are many things that you need to do when you're managing an Airbnb that preclude just even leaving a key. The first of which is knowing that the guest actually got in uh, and knowing if anybody got in. And this was a problem early on in the vacation rental industry where when folks were either managing their units themselves or trusting others to service the unit, whether it's cleaning people or people servicing the air conditioning, occasionally they would find that uh, people got into the property that weren't supposed to be there, you know, whether they were, you know, knew it was vacant or what have you. So, Leaving the key in any capacity, I think, is become common knowledge as, as not the best way to manage a, a vacation rental unit. But if somebody wants to break into your house, I mean, the last place they'll look for a key is under the mat, no? I think you've got them fooled, Jasper. That's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, actually, I, I used to worry about this, actually, um, when when my guests were staying at my place in Amsterdam. I used to think, what if they make a copy of my key? And then, yeah, you know, I have no idea, if, you know, how many people would have a copy of my key, basically. Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge concern, and not just a hypothetical one, because we've heard a lot of horror stories uh, for when people have come and purchased locks from us or services from us, and that is uh, people like a cleaning crew. And I'm not disparaging most; I would say the vast majority of service uh, people within the vacation rental space are very reputable and honest, but. It's not the honest and reputable people that we worry about, right? It, those aren't the reasons why we use technology to help manage the business. So there were instances where a cleaning crew was very familiar with the rental patterns of any particular unit. They knew when it was going to be vacant and would, you know, things would happen like they would let their family member go and stay there for a night for free or, or, or some such thing. And those are the things, those are some of the things that make even using keys at all, uh, a little bit fraught with concern. But we're kind of there's kind of a double-edged sword in smart locks helping to manage vacation rental property. One is obviously the security side of it. But I think more and more, to your point about, you know, oh, many people leave the keys under the mat. I guess the reality is if somebody really wanted to break into your unit, they would take a rock and smash a window. So the other side of it, we also have to look at, and that seems to be almost as powerful, and that is the convenience of being able to send a code out to a guest, knowing when they got there, uh, canceling that code if they cancel the reservation, uh, you know, the peace of mind around that. I can't tell you, I, I also am a, an, an Airbnb user. I have a, a property up in the mountains in Colorado, and I can't tell you how frustrating it is or how concerning it is when you've rented a unit out to somebody and you don't know if they safely arrived and you know did they have trouble are they having trouble getting in i mean that's revenue to you that you're never going to get back so those are the that's the side of it that i think is almost more powerful than the security side right you're saying the the, the convenience side and, and just knowing if your guests have actually arrived is uh, actually more important than the than the safety concerns I would place it as a in terms of priority yeah I would place it on top of the other both are of course very important um, but the convenience of it is really taking precedence so 
other, but it's not just letting the guests in. If you have to on the fly, let's say something happens to your AC unit and you need to get a, uh, a service person out into the field, you don't have to go meet them. You can send them a code with smart locks, know when they've arrived, make sure they've locked the door. Uh, you know, it really is, you know, when people think about home automation or automation and vacation rental, the very first thing and the most important thing that they always want is this smart lock. And it's all around knowing who's in the unit and uh, making sure that people who are in the unit are those that are supposed to be there. So it's, it's a lot of peace of mind. Um, you know, and, and a lot of this industry, as you know, is peace of mind. I was listening to your, uh, one of your recent podcasts when you had this cool company, by the way, this company called Knock Knock, and I forget the last part of it. Um, what was it? Knock Knock something? Yeah, Knock Knock City. Yes, that's awesome. So uh, I'll plug them because I just thought they were cool. Uh, so they do this. Uh, they, they have a system for guests being able to leave their luggage um, when they go and rent an Airbnb and they either don't, can't get in yet or they um, are after their stay and they want to tour the city for the day. And I was like, yes, these are the types of things and the types of convenience that helps Airbnb hosts act more like a hotel. And, you know, and we're among that. You know, so other things I would add to the list are if your room is ready and you told the guests they can't check in until four and maybe, uh, you know, now it's uh, okay and they can go in. What a great thing to give them um, as a gift to say, hey, I know your check-in time is not till four, but now it's noon, the room's ready, go ahead and in and here's the code to get in earlier. That stuff is gold. I mean, you don't think that guest is just going to love you for that. And personally, I've had that when I travel with my family, I always use Airbnb and I have two young kids. So we always have to stay in a place with a couple rooms. And I can tell you when you arrive somewhere and you get there at noon and you got four hours before you, gotta, you can get in, it's, you know, you got to scrounge to find something to do. So it's just all about making it easier for everybody. And so when people use smart locks, you do you still recommend that people greet the guest in person? Well, uh, what do you mean? Oh, that they greet the guest in person? Is that what you said? Well, um, the, the reason I'm asking this question is because you know, I've definitely heard uh, Airbnb hosts telling me that you know they think it's really important to meet the host of the meet the guests, and so they're saying, oh, you know, those people that are using smart locks, they're you know they're not personally greeting the guest, and that's not a good thing. So I was just wondering, like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that if you have such a concierge practice um, that that's part of your process, I think that's fine. I mean, th that doesn't necessarily negate wanting to have a smart lock because you're still going to need to let your cleaning people in, your service people in, uh, and change guest access on the fly for other reasons. But that said, I view that practice as... Um, really white glove and somewhat diminishing as the trend. It's sort of akin to how people adopted using e-commerce and purchasing stuff online. At first, everybody was very wary of it. As, as practices like using smart locks became more popular um, online and people were less concerned about the security uh, and not just the, the hosts, but also the guests, you know, there are some guests who prefer not to go through the ritual of meeting a host because they just want their private time in there with their family. So, um, 
you know, in fact, we, we, we were going to do a little as a promo at one point, we were, uh, we never did it, but we were going to do a little, um, video clip of all of the different awkward meetings that hosts and guests have when they meet for the first time, you know, um, in, in one way, it's a very personal experience when you're vacationing with your family. And, and so sometimes they don't want to do it. So I guess for those that want to keep doing that as part of their service, it's great. For those that uh, don't, I think is their new options. Right. Well, I guess where I'm trying to get at, get at is that I used to think you know, smart locks are for people who don't welcome their guests, but are for people who are remote hosting, right? Where I kind of realized that that's not really the case because the smart lock still has quite a lot of advantages, even if you do welcome the guests, right? The fact that you have a smart lock doesn't mean that you can't welcome your guests. If you choose to do so, you can still do that. And it's, you still have advantages, like you said, like, you know, letting cleaning people in or just, just, to, just knowing um, when your guests are inside and when they're not. And in addition to that, not having to worry about the guest, you know, not locking the place. Because that's actually happened to me a couple of times in Amsterdam where my guests were, were not in my apartment and they forgot to lock the door. So, you know, I've even had situations <laughs> where I go to my apartment after they checked out and, and the door wasn't locked. Uh, and right. so obviously if you're smart locked, then you, then you can tell. So if your door is not locked, you you'll be able to see that on on your mobile or how does that work? Let's talk, let's talk about that. So if I install a smart lock on my door, like how do I see when it's being used and how, how do I control the codes? Is there like a smartphone app for that? There's uh, smartphone apps and also there are lots, uh, there are software, um, web and internet software, SaaS software also that controls the management of the lock completely. You know, we have lots of systems that we use to make it really convenient and, and with tons of integrations uh, to all the other service providers, including Airbnb. So more and more, this process gets automated uh, and easier for the, for the host. And is it, is it complicated to install a, a smart lock? No, not at all. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't smart locks that are not complicated, but there are several smart locks uh, that people just DIY. They do it themselves. Uh, it, in many cases, you pull out the existing lock. You don't have to drill any holes or uh, anything like that. You put the new one in its place, hook it up to the Internet, and you're good to go. So uh, the provisioning of that stuff has become very, very easy to follow. And they fit on all types of doors? They do. There are, uh, we offer lots of, for example, uh, the service that we have offers the ability to connect all kinds of smart locks using all kinds of technologies. So if I can throw out some technologies for a second, some you might be familiar with. Wi-Fi is one, of course, you're, you're familiar with. Uh, and, you know, and we manage locks that run on Wi-Fi, but there are also many other technologies that other people use, uh, Bluetooth, one funny one called Z-Wave or Zigbee, and it's possible to manage all these different types of locks through a single portal. And, and I think more to your question, the lock has to fit the latch. So you mentioned earlier, for example, and I can't remember if we were recording or not, we had this conversation, but the issues in Europe where the latch types are different, that um, th that's something that is a that you see as a problem with smart lock penetration, for example, in the Airbnb community in Europe, Jasper. I I just remember 
I mean, this is a long time ago. I think this is when I started the Airbnb in 2012. And I just remember uh, going on uh, Google and, 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 and finding a smart lock. And then, uh, and then it turned out I sent photos of my door and then I basically the response that I got from the company and I, I can't remember which company it was. I think it was Lockytron, um, but they basically told me, sorry, but your, you know, your, your situation doesn't, isn't suitable for our lock. Yep. And, and that has been a common complaint. So what we have been doing over the last few years is just integrating all of the types of locks on a single on our single platform just as a way to solve this problem particularly in europe it's a big deal because the latches are completely different and uh, many of the smart locks don't fit them but as we see more and more smart lock companies coming out with latch latches that are specific to their city type or country type that's that's where you're going to solve this issue and so it's going to you know we're at the point now where there's just there's almost not a door, for example, that a, a smart our smart lock system anyway can't can't manage. So we're trying, you know, that's obviously if you can't fit it on your door, that doesn't help you at all. Yeah, that's right. So let's talk about the remote lock and you know the different type of locks that you guys offer. Because I I looked at your website and there's a lot of locks. So my first question, if I wanted to install one, like which one do I choose? Well, the the easiest answer to that is you just look at your door and see what type of door it is. If it's an indoor door, if it's an outdoor door, uh, maybe it's something more complicated like a parking garage gate or a garage door or even an elevator. So you start by just identifying what the door type is that you that you want to control, and then you, it's easy to select the the type of lock given the very specific circumstances even in the case of europe like we're talking we have uh we have lots of um customers in europe we have uh, a presence in europe also that is actively working on making sure we're gathering locks that work through most of the doors in that con- in in that in in the eu as well as the uk and can i can i send like a picture of my door and just ask you guys like okay which one would you recommend absolutely people do that all the time Okay, great. That's the easiest way. I I didn't I didn't leave with that because sometimes people, you know, either just want to get on the phone or do it themselves and figure it out. Uh, you know, obviously for us, I'd love people to do that every single time because there's absolutely zero r- room for error, right? Yeah, no, definitely that would make a lot of sense. So what's the what's the coolest lock that you have? Well, it's definitely our our new Wi-Fi stuff. I mean, we have. I, I should tell you a little back up and tell you what. The, what the software is that, uh, does that we make because we have software that manages all kinds of door locks. You know, any of the technologies that I mentioned earlier, the Z-Wave stuff, Bluetooth stuff like uh, Schlage, Yale, Quickset can all be managed on our platform. These are popular lock brands. We, uh, we're working on integrations with a company called Unikey that uh, is behind the technology behind the Kivo, you know, and we do elevators, you know, parking garage gates, all these types of doors. So to answer the question of what's the coolest lock uh, on the platform, I would probably say that it's one of the Wi-Fi locks that we act- actually make. Uh, probably the new stuff coming out where it's going to be Wi-Fi enabled. The thing that's cool about Wi-Fi is you don't need any other piece of equipment because a lot of the other Bluetooth, et cetera, you need some other gateway that you have to install. With Wi-Fi, it's just like 
taking your laptop to a coffee shop and going on the network. You put the lock on the door and then tell it which network to hop on and you're done. So that's cool. Um, the other the other pieces of that are we'll be including a Bluetooth option as well. So if you have that appetite for giving people the ability to open it with their phone, that'll be a that'll be a possibility as well. So I would say those are the coolest locks. And can you control multiple locks in in an application? Let's say you have like twenty vacation rentals, you have twenty locks. Is there an easy way to sort of control and manage all of them? Yeah, in fact, we really excel in that in particular because that's that was our founding. So you can, in one interface, manage multiple properties. You can put many locks on a single property and still cleanly manage it from within the portal. You can give a cleaning person instant access to three or four properties at a time with very, very tight schedules within which they're allowed to enter. I mean, you can go even further and get notifications from weird behavior. So cleaning person went in at midnight. That's weird. Notify me of that, you know? So again, it's just a matter of, uh, we're trying to follow the pain of the hosts and make sure that everything we build and everything we do is just is solving a pain point. If we're not solving a pain point, you know, we're not, we don't want to be a gadget. You know, that that's the business we're in. So. And there's two things that I forgot to mention. First of all, um, having a, a smart lock is a way to provide a self entry for the guest, which is actually important uh, as a while back Airbnb introduced a business ready badge. And then, um, they made it uh, mandatory for people to offer a self-check-in. So that's one thing that we we didn't mention yet. And then also, Remote Lock integrates with Airbnb uh, through the, what's it called? Airbnb uh, Guest Ready, is it? Uh, the the Business Travel Ready. No, I'm, I'm, and, the host, and the Host Assist. There are two programs the, that, uh, yeah, that Airbnb manage where we participate in both. Uh, in fact, I think we were one of the very, very first integrations that Airbnb did with anybody. And what's awesome about that, and we have this not just with Airbnb, but multiple, multiple uh, listing sites and, and uh, software if people use soft software to manage their business. But the way it works, your guests are probably familiar with, but when a guest books on Airbnb, Airbnb dips into our system and then we can either instantly send the door code to the guest and that code will only work when the guest's vacation starts and it expires when it ends, or we can have a delayed send so the guest will get the code 24 hours, for example, before they're to go to the property um, to solve that problem. And that's sort of part of the host assist side of it. Now, the business travel ready side is really interesting because as, as you know, Airbnb is really going after the business market and they they had some requirements for that. One was, I think, I think you have to have an iron too, which, <laughs> which makes sense, I guess. Uh, and then you have to have Wi-Fi. One of the things that you also must have if you want to be involved in the business travel ready program is 24 by seven access, which of course means some sort of smart lock solution. So it's definitely something they're touting. They recognize how important it is, especially for business travels, travelers. Uh, and, and so it's something that we're really happy to participate in. And they do, they do some good work around promoting that. Awesome. And for the people who want to buy one of those awesome smart locks, we have good news because there's a discount. Use code GP25. Right. 
GP 25 and you get not surprising 25 bucks off. So go ahead and uh, use that code. If you, uh, if you do want to get one at remotelock.com and uh, not only do you get 25 bucks, uh, so do I. So that will help me. So it's really, you got to pay the bills. What do, what do you get? Yeah. Out of this? No, Don, do you get something too or no? Me personally, I get a big smile on my face uh, as we help more hosts. <laughs> awesome. So We're, it's yeah, really, it's win, win, win. Yeah, it, no, it really is. I, I think I, I will tell you this, uh, and, and it's not just bragging from my point of view in the industry. When we talk to people, it's almost like we don't sell our system. I mean, it's almost like we're answering their question. Does it do this? Yes. Can I get my guessing? Yes. Can I be notified? Yes. So we just happen to be in this perfect spot where the product we're offering is in such demand uh, that it's just explosive because when you've actually hit a pain point that somebody has, then you almost don't have to try to sell them. You know, they get it. And I think most of your listeners probably uh, understand that. Many of them, I'm sure, already have smart locks on their doors. What do these things cost? Smart locks can range anywhere from, I think I've seen them at $150 all the way up to $700, dollars $700. So it depends on what you want for your uh, particular use. But it's not an expensive price point to get in and, and start using it. Um, you know, really, I think the convenience that people get out of it is, is so apparent that they're happy to you know, to pay whatever little more it costs to get a smart lock versus a regular lock. There's also, you know what, we're not, the other reasons that people think about it, even if they're managing multiple properties, is you take away a lot of the rekeying costs, you know, obviously the security stuff that we talked about. So there's actually an ROI in using smart locks. Right. And uh, I'm looking at the website. They're, they're priced at uh, about 250 to about $450. Uh, that's, that was basically one night one night booking at my airbnb um so yeah i mean i would definitely i would definitely have used it if it was if it was possible and honestly it probably was possible um but maybe not through that company that i inquired through so yeah you jasper you just need to send me a picture <laughs> of your doors <laughs> yeah I don't, own the, I, own the, yeah. I don't own the house anymore but uh but i can send you a picture of my house in colombia you got something in Thailand too, right? We have, uh, we, actually, we've got our software translated into Japanese and, and uh, we have a lot of Asian activity going on too. So don't assume that just because your property is in, you know, Thailand that it's not possible to do it there. Right. Awesome. I'll let you know when it's, uh, when it's done. It's under construction right now. But, um, but yeah, anyway, um, great, man. So for those who are interested, go to remotelock.com. I'm sure they, people can ask you questions as well if they have uh, use the code GP25. And anything else that we should share with the listeners, Nolan? No, I just think it's an exciting time to be in this industry. It's very tumultuous. And, you know, I'm, we're, we're having a lot of fun just, you know, expanding this as a business. So um, the more the merrier. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, gosh, I don't know if I want to get into it, uh, get into it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing to uh, to supplement income and build some wealth. Good stuff. Absolutely. All right, Nolan, thank you so much for your time. 
and I really appreciate it. And it was a it was a fun conversation. And uh, I know you guys are based in Denver, Colorado, a pretty active Airbnb community. A lot of a lot of uh, activity going on there, not just uh, in terms of hosting, but also in terms of the entrepreneurship. So um, definitely, yeah, uh, there is. Yeah, definitely a place that I would uh, I would love to visit and maybe go skiing. You you got to come out, and I know you're wrapping up. Sorry, I keep stepping on your wrap up line. But <laughs> I was gonna say you definitely got to come out. I'll, I wanted to throw one anecdote since you brought up Denver, that you know, we attend the local Airbnb meetups, and a couple of years ago when we started going to these things, we asked people who how many of you are using uh, any sort of smart lock, and two people out of the forty or fifty that were at the meeting raised their hand. And we were just there recently, again, uh, participating, asked the same question, and probably 40 to 50% of the people now raised their hand. So you can see that the technology, I, I think Denver is a, is a good early adopter place. To, so you're hitting the nail on the head with that. That's Sorry, Jasper, go ahead. Wrong. Close us out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try and close it now. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna press the, the stop record button and that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, of course, next uh, Wednesday, there's going to be another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Until then. Get paid for your pad. 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 Get paid for your pad.